What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. 161, I don't fucking know. Yeah, 161. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to lovely jazz creator of Jay Scope, which is the first fitness belt. It covers your entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout summertime shy. Yeah. Right in it right now. That's right, yeah. Yes. Phase four opened back up, so um, it could feel a little bit like summertime shy, minus all of the big gatherings, like no festivals, none of that stuff. But right, we got some summertime shy in. You also um had a birthday this weekend. I did, yay! How'd you celebrate it? Um, well, we did low key on Friday because Friday was my actual birthday, so we just stayed yeah. in the and house. And I tell my little story before I let you go. Um, I posted um. Did my little um pics, yeah. Yeah. Gallery put up us together, basically uh, us throughout the years. And I started from like way back in the um, when you were like Ariana's age, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up until like this year or like whenever it was when we did Tasha's um the yeah, Tasha the podcast. I think that was yeah. last year. So mm-hmm. it was like all throughout the years, um, I did all of them, and it was pretty cool gallery. You know, I don't really um share a lot of um nostalgia sh- stuff like via Facebook like that. I'm usually um I'm usually a guy looking forward instead of looking back. So for me to post that pic is like it's out of the ordinary for me. I know a lot of people that's all they do is post like old shit. Like me, I don't post a lot of nostalgia post pics. So but I said I've shared this one for the kid though. Yeah, because I was like I haven't seen this picture in years. So <laughs> I found it randomly in storage. And I said I'm gonna post this for Naima's birthday. Yeah. I was like, where'd you get this old ass picture from over yeah. 30 years ago? <laughs> I think we were born in that picture, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, aw. And then when I showed uh, the kids that Khalil was like, that's Ari. I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, that's not Ari. I'm like, that's mommy. So even he thought it was Ariana in the picture. Mommy, she was like Ari's age then. <laughs> right. But you know, kids, they have a hard time imagining their parents ever being young. Yeah. You know how kids are. But, um, yeah, like I said, we just kept it pretty low-key on Friday. And, um, you know, I got my my cake. I still haven't eaten my cake yet. I need to eat my cake. You've got my cake. Shout yes. out to show, yeah. <laughs> my strawberry, as you always say, my strawberry field cake. You know I love strawberry. Yeah, your fruity cake. You know, even <laughs> if I was, weren't social distancing, I wouldn't ask for a piece of that. <laughs> We're still doing this damn podcast separately. But you have to worry about me asking, like, oh, can I have a slice? Like, no, I'm good on that shit. Strawberries and cake is delicious. You don't know what you're any, missing. Any fruit and cake is horrible, but go ahead. <laughs> I like banana bean cake. I don't like bananas and cake. Mom does, but I like strawberry. Yeah, trash. <laughs> but um, we did that, got my presents, and then on Saturday, I was like, I wanted to do something different. So I asked, could we go to the farm? We went to a farm out in Indiana, Hobart, mm-hmm. and we went and we did, well, I did strawberry picking. Because I was like, I wanted to go do something different. So I was like, I want to go pick strawberries. And um, it's an going experience. to the farm back in the day with dad. I don't think you were there. You might have been too little. It was around right. the same time that that pic I posted, actually. Right. Around, <laughs> around that same time, yeah. Like I was um very, very small then. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a kid, and you probably were like a toddler. So yeah, I remember me yeah. just like going out to the farms in Indiana, mm-hmm. picking like berries. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, raspberries, blueberries, mm-hmm. you know the berries and shit. Yeah, because yeah, they had um, where you could pick blueberries and strawberries, and I just went and picked strawberries. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I went. It was really hot out there. So Marcus and the kids were kind of like, they had an area where like the kids, it was called the fun farm, where like the kids could play where they had little stuff set up for the kids. Mm-hmm. And Marcus was like, yeah, you can go pick those berries. And then while I was in the middle of picking my berries, he called me. He's like, yeah, it was too hot. He's like, we're back inside the car. So he's like, when you're done, just in the car waiting for you. But it's an experience picking berries. It is because mm-hmm. you have to actually bend down and pick. And it's, yeah. it's labor. It's, it's labor. But you get to enjoy the fruit. That's the phrase. You get to enjoy the fruits of your labor because yeah. it's a lot I'm of sure labor. That's where that phrase came from, farmers and shit. Basically, so I'm gonna be enjoying my strawberries. I actually have some right over here. I'm gonna be enjoying my strawberries. Um, Marcus wasn't gonna last on that any outdoor <laughs> shit. He's not fucking. <laughs> so I definitely want to go again. Like um, Ariana's um, friends, like uh, their moms were saying that you know we need to do a trip with our girls again, and then we can go and do it again with the girls. So without Marcus, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be looking to do maybe a girls trip. Ariana and her friends to go do that. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, I had a good birthday. Like, I mean, obviously, this 2020 this wasn't the birthday that I envisioned. <laughs> obviously, being semi still quarantine, but you know, what this year has taught me is that be thankful for the blessings that you have. And yeah. it's so easy to look and say, oh, well, I can't do this, or this isn't right. And but it's a lot of people who have had major setbacks. And like I've always said, like I've been blessed that I haven't had any. Mm-hmm. And I'm just continuing to remain positive. Keep yes, my- a lot didn't happen this year, whether it's financial setbacks, whether it's um, people actually catching the COVID, like um, health right. setbacks. It's like, mm-hmm. thankfully, we haven't had any of those. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I, you know, it's like I have, I have blessings on top of blessings right now. So. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's how I'm going to spend my next year as I get prepared for my road to the big 4-0. That's what this is, the and road right With phase four opening up in Illinois, I was living dangerously earlier today. You know what I did? I actually, I went to a goddamn gym for the first time in forever. Oh <laughs> I was living dangerously. I'm so out of shape, I said, I have to hit this gym. Like, they just <laughs> opened up Friday. So, like, as we record this, I was two days ago, like, the gym just, just been opened back up. I wanted to go yesterday, but I, it was, I was doing other shit. And then the gym ended up closing before I was able to get over there. So, yeah. I said, because, yeah, because you keep pushing it, oh, I'll go tomorrow, I'll go tomorrow. I said, I'm going today. Yeah. So, I actually did, Um, got an actual real workout in for the first time, at least six months. Like, I'm so out of shape, yeah. Yeah, I feel it too. Corona belly, I call it, yeah. Yeah, I feel it. My legs just feel. I need to build the the strength, the muscles back in my legs. Uh, I do want to start going walking. Like I said, that stuff is opening back up. Maybe me and the family can walk along the lakefront. As soon as I get my tires fixed on my bicycle, I'm gonna start biking again. Shout yeah. out, shout out, B man. I won't be with his yeah. crazy ass, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you man, have me out in Waukegan and shit. <laughs> Like, there go Great America. <laughs> Y'all be right past Great America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would, though. But we love B-Man, though. We love B-Man. 
but got a real workout in. I was like, there was people there, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't packed, obviously, with still social distancing. Like, mm-hmm. Especially for, like, all the cardio stuff, like, which I didn't do. Not, not a big cardio guy. Like, I'm, I'm a, I like hitting the weights and shit. Yeah, like you like hitting the – yeah. yeah. But uh, for every car like that, whether it's treadmill, whether it's elliptical, it's like they doing with every other. It's how they doing it. So you can still social distance. So like you can't be in the, the machine right next to somebody's like every other machine is okay. This one's closed, open, closed, open. Exactly. Yeah. How they doing it? Every other machine, yeah. so people can still social distance. Maybe by fall, maybe I'll feel comfortable comfortable going back to the gym because just right now I'm like I'm just good on going. Like I'm just like I'm nervous. I'm just still nervous. I look at um. <laughs> <laughs> I weighed, um, is like nervous about going to the gym or tired of looking at myself in the mirror. Like I'm weighed in this other and it's like, I said, I'm tired of looking at this belly and shit. I got to get this back in true. there. It's summertime true. now. Like usually like you, um, you work like during the spring and, uh, and to get yourself right for summer, but I'm just starting. So that maybe for fall, I'll be in shape. <laughs> fall body instead of summer body. <laughs> 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 I think they're all a little delayed because coronavirus just delayed everyone this year. So we're giving extensions. That's what we call. We're giving extensions to everyone. So mm-hmm. you know, if you don't have your summer beach body right now, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We accept the dad bods. We accept the mom bods. Like it's okay. Like we're not going to be judgmental. I was like, I'm so out of shape. I got to <laughs> work out. Man. Yeah. I was like, I'm living dangerously because like. <laughs> a lot of people I know wouldn't touch a gym. <laughs> Everybody had masks on, like masks are required to go in there. And that you spray literally everything. They have bottles at the door. It's like, yeah, like grab a bottle and like uh, keep it with you the whole time. It's like, yeah, grab a spray bottle. <laughs> and then like the whole, uh, like with the indoor eating is now open. So yeah. when we were driving to go pick up our pizza yesterday, um, from Gia Donald's in Hyde Park. Like I said, we just picked, we ordered, and we picked them and took it home. And like we were driving through Hyde, we were driving through Hyde Park. I'm like, Dad, I'm like, it's super crowded. Like just try to like drive down the street. Like that's why it's back open. And we I saw was in people. South Loop, and I saw people eating. Like not just on the um the patios. Yeah, it was people eating like in the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I'm looking like, eesh, like, hey. I'm like, I'm still good on indoor stuff. Like, I, I think I'm canceled for indoor until next year. Like, just mentally, I've mentally just kind of canceled myself right now because I'm just like, I'm I'm good right now on that. Outdoor stuff, I'm fine with. I can go outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, let my kids run around. Let them get some fresh air. I'm, I'm for outdoor stuff. Since we're talking COVID and um, NBA and all of that, want to talk about um, <laughs> NBA is um getting hit with the COVID for real now. Yeah, so. like um, but like they 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 not gonna they not gonna delay anything. <laughs> they no. moving full speed ahead. Like they released a schedule and anything. Like it's like it's gonna take like like LeBron is gonna have to catch that shit for them to say maybe we shouldn't do it. It's gonna have to be something big. Right. Like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But right now they moving full speed ahead. It's like because right now Nikola Jokic he um got it to Denver Nuggets. Right. That's the biggest name that has it. Yeah, Joker guy. Yeah, um, Jabari Parker, Chicago's own. Yeah. So um, was a bunch of Sacramento Kings players that got it. Jabari was just one of them. I think Alex Lynn, and there's like I think four players for the Kings. I think Buddy Hield is like so. Obviously, something's going on right. in that What's locker room. Going on? Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento. Going on. They need to. Yeah. They need to completely. Uh, Disinfect everything up in there. Like, I, I saw Jabari. I was like, oh, not Chicago, not Chi Town right there. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one, yeah. 
So get well soon. He's an alum of our grade school here. Yeah. So, you know, we feel we got the RAB connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eesh. but I did see the schedule of it. They said that the first few games are going to be them doing the seeding to figure yeah. out. Pull the schedule up for you right now. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk some NBA. So, if y'all don't like basketball, <laughs> skip skip the fucking head. We didn't, we didn't skip basketball since March and shit because of the season. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching some basketball on TV as an outlet, you know, just kind of get my outlet going. But if the Lakers, basketball, Lakers, Clippers, which I know one they're the first, not. Lakers Clippers, one of the first games they're kicking off, obviously. You know, oh, you got to do the Battle of L.A. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of the first. Because the um, season returns July 30th, so end of July. And that's on the first night. That's one of the first night games. That, along with the Jazz and the Pelicans. So you got – um. What's ironic, because huh. that's where this whole thing started was with the Jazz. With fucking, um, you know, Gobert and oh, um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. So, ironically, yeah. and they playing, yeah, yeah. Zion and them, yeah. And then Lakers, Clippers are playing. So, I'm just checking out the schedule. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the first um, several weeks, like you said, are like um, basically finishing up the regular season. So like I said, they only brought right. back 22 teams. They didn't bring back all 30. Like, because obviously, like, if you had no chance of making the playoffs, like the Bulls, <laughs> you're not coming back yet. The Warriors. <laughs> Bulls, Warriors, Knicks, Cavs, like, like the, the sucky teams like that, basically. Like, just stay home. Just yeah. stay home and rest. What's the point in, like, going all the way down to Orlando just to, um, to play, like, eight games and then come back and shit? Like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> But, yeah, COVID is definitely hitting, like, the NBA right now. And it is, like, players that um some want to play, some don't. And the NBA is saying you don't have to play if you don't want. Some players have opted out. Like, Avery Bradley with the Lakers said he's not playing. He got a kid with um respiratory problems. Yeah, absolutely. Then, um, yeah, so, yeah, definitely worry about your family. is more important than playing basketball and shit. And then the funny thing I saw, they was like, now they're considering J.R. Smith to come Yeah, because, like, they're saying teams can, like, bring in players, like, especially, like, if you lose guys. And that's one of the play- teams, the, the players, the Lakers is looking at is J.R. Smith. So wouldn't that be ironic? It's like, <laughs> like, LeBron went to L.A. to get away from him and then just to put him back together like, two years later. Reunited. <laughs> it feels so good. Not for that LeBron. That kind of be hilarious. Like, I kind of I want that to happen. Just from I'm just ready for the meme again yeah, with him. You know the meme where he like, yeah. where he's like, yeah, she's yeah. talking about it. <laughs> Literally, he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, That's Jr. Smith's legacy. Is that? I thought we was up. This picture is his legacy. <laughs> when it's all said and done, when like you look back at his career, like this is the first thing that's gonna pop up. Is this? This picture. is what his career has become. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fact that he's a good three-point shooter and that he can add he's grit. Dope, he was um, a dope-ass six-man, like, yeah, back in the days scorer. with uh, He's, like, instant offense. Yeah. He won, won a championship in 2016. Like, none that of that shit is going to matter. Yeah. That doesn't matter. <laughs> this picture it is going to be that. that. He said, I thought we was up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it would be funny if they did. That would be some funny shit if they got back together. But They definitely going to miss Avery because – um. Lakers are already kind of thin, like, um, as far as depth and shit, so they definitely going to need some wing help. So, like, right. um, JR, I guess, the, it's better the devil you know, I guess. So, LeBron already knows him, so that's why they're considering bringing him in, I guess. And I like Avery Bradley anyway, because, like, he added, like, that 
that grit to the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was a little bit gritty. He was a little edge and all of that. Yeah, yeah. like that. Because you know, he was he with those Celtics fight. teams with um KG and Paul Pierce, and um he was part of those teams too. Yeah. So like he was part of that Celtics team. So there you, you don't go. need like a clean cut, you know, like you need some people who are going to do some dirt. You know what I mean? You need somebody. Okay. I'm going to do some dirty work. You need that on your team. Yeah. Like if everybody is just hey. like, oh, like that, it's like, it's not going to hey, work. Tony Allen's a free agent. I'm just saying, maybe the Lakers should look at him. Yeah. Town right there. <laughs> <Shattown, laughs> <baby. not. laughs> maybe they should look at Tony Allen. He brings that same kind of grit like that. <laughs> yeah. He's um he's a free agent. <laughs> they need some help though. They mm-hmm. need some help. One guy who definitely won't be playing after an amazing 22 year career, Vince Carter is officially oh. saying it's over. It's over, yeah. over. It's official. Well, I will say at least he did get to play in the what four decades? Four different decades. Only yeah. player in history to play in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Mm-hmm. That's why when the season started in uh, October. I was like somebody wrapped Vince Carter in bubble wrap just to make sure he <laughs> makes it to New Year's because I wanted him to have that. We that, just um, want to say we just want to play January third. That's the only day he can only exactly, he can just play it, January third yeah. and no other day. Like, I'd have benched him for the whole season. I said I don't I don't want to risk you getting hurt, so we're gonna bench you until January. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put you in. That's how I'd have been if I was the coach. one game exactly. for six yeah. minutes. One game mm-hmm. <laughs> just so you can say I played in four different yeah. decades. When I would see him getting playing time, like in November, I was like, no, just like hide him until later because we don't want to risk him getting injured and can't play. Because he said this is his last season, so he won't. Yeah. So if he gets hurt now, like then he, he's not going to get to have the, the four decades thing. So, but that is pretty yeah. boss, though, to play four decades. That's that's pretty boss. It is. Yeah, pretty dope, yeah. yeah. So I'm happy that he had a he had a long, fulfilling career. Um, dunk champ, like, I mean, he still has. Greatest had- dunk contest of all time. Now, and this is coming. This is coming from a Bulls fan that saw Jordan and Dominique. Yeah. But I still say Vince Carter in 2000, greatest dunk contest of all. Time. Yeah. Like I said, whether you want to say his or Dom, Jordan and Dominique, whether like I said, that could be they could both be interchangeable. It's debatable, but I'm leaning but, towards the Vince one. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, he has that legacy, the the dunk. So over. Like I mean, he had a good career. I, I, I'm happy for him that. Mm-hmm. He had a good, solid career. Like that's what a twenty-two career, twenty-two year career should look and like. He was part of that dope ass nineteen ninety-eight class. Yeah, They're like probably a top three to five draft class. Yeah, because like top is top to me. Always top is um is either eighty-four, ninety-six, or oh three. Like is um depending can, on how you look in yeah. any order. Like those three. So then um probably right behind then what might be ninety-eight. Because Dirk was in that class, right? Dirk Nowitzki, Vince yeah. Carter, Paul Pierce. Um, oh yeah. Um, shout my my homie Nazi was in that class. It was like ninety eight. Was Ray Allen in that class? Now Ray was that uh, the ninety six was. Was ninety six? Okay, he was a little class. before, right? Ninety six was with Kobe, AI, Ray AI. Allen, um, Steve Nash. Like that was yeah, that one was class. deep. That one was deep. Yeah. 0-3 was LeBron, LeBron Wade, Wade, Carmelo, like that class. Yeah. Wasn't Bosh in 0-3? Bosh, yeah. Yeah. That was a three class, and then um the um of course eighty four Jordan Barkley John Stockton like yeah so Actually, some of the great yeah some of the greatest classes yeah. so it was like those other three like uh, a little bit ahead and I put ninety eight a little bit behind those. yeah so I mean he had a he had a good career I'm happy for him I mean I anticipate maybe like maybe he might be um you know. 
like doing like the, he might be like an analyst or something. He might do that. You know, I could see him having a, a career still doing stuff like still, you know, where only wishes that, um, he would have been brought back to Toronto last year and then won a championship with that team. That'd have been, Oh yeah. With the team. Yeah. yeah. That would have been nice. That'd have been cool. But, um, I'm sure that, um, he still had a great career even without winning the title. Like, uh-huh. Went to um, I think he went. Did um, was he on the um Nets team that went to the finals? I don't know if he was on that team. That might have been before they traded for him. Yeah, uh-huh. Nets that went. Yeah, I don't think he was part. I'm trying to think. Did Vince ever go to a finals? Like I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I don't think he did. Unless he was part of that Nets team, I don't think he was. Though. But I'm sure he doesn't have many regrets. He had no. a hell of a career, like you said. <laughs> Well, one player I hope they do bring back somewhere because I saw the rumor that uh, are they trying to get D Rose back to Chicago? Because they was like Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin. They do got a new um. They try and trade for that. They do do the Bulls do have a new um GM in front office now, so possibly you know, Brian Pax is out of there. So yeah, yeah, we're about to have a new coach too because Jim Boylan's about to. Uh, be yeah, not gonna, yeah, Jim Boylan's is yeah, definitely coaching the last game of the Bulls. Yeah, he's out of there. So. They just looking at candidates right now, I think. So like they just yeah, he he won't be back next season. I'd be just, like surprised the, if he's back next I season. I saw the rumor about that saying I forgot who was it Otto Porter and somebody, I think it was Otto Porter and somebody for Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose. I could see that. For salary reason, because they're saying that way that Blake Griffin's salary is tricky, so they want to yeah, unload. He got a huge, salary. massive salary. Yeah, they want to unload that salary. Because Detroit's then, ready to rebuild now. Right, right, right. And then Derrick Rose, I mean, we want him back in Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he had, you know, he had, like, he got rejuvenated. It'd be cool when, for him to finish his career in Chicago. Like, when he went back, when he went to Minnesota, especially when he went to Detroit, he really got rejuvenated. Like, you saw him just be born again. Like, you saw him. He's a contender for six man of the year, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm hoping that he gets to come home because mm-hmm. it would be nice to see him retire as a bull. Like, I would want him to retire as a bull, mm-hmm. you know. Like, it would have been nice if Wade retired. Well, I mean, it was good that yeah. Wade went back to Miami. That was yeah, good. I mean, I like that he came yeah. to um, Chicago. He got to play for the Bulls, which is cool. Yeah. And um, Nazee got to play for the Bulls. It's cool. Right. Jabari. It's cool when Chicago cats get to play for the it's team. It's Chicago, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it's, it's, you know, that's a dream. It's like you watched the Bulls growing up as a kid, and now you are a Bull. So, yeah. I was there. Bucket when, list. Like, yeah, bucket like, list. With Nazi, yeah. we were watching when they were, that was during the championship years. So, those are definitely some good times. Like, yeah, because we grew up in the 90s. So, right. Jordan and were winning six titles in eight years. Like, when we were watching the Bulls, mm-hmm. and then eventually play for that team. It's a cool moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool moment. Yeah. Shout out all my baseball fans. I spoke this into existence. Baseball, they agreed finally. They're going to have a 60-game season kicking off in July as well. Right. So sports fans are licking their chops come July. <laughs> we got basketball and baseball coming back. So so it's going to be a good month for sports fans. So, ladies, you have only a few days left to keep your guys' attention because he's going to be back into sports now. Especially after all this time. Since March and shit really ain't been no no real sports and shit. You had like yeah. little stuff like UFC had some stuff and then like if you consider NASCAR, we don't talk about that in a minute. I don't even consider that a sport and shit because yeah. it's just fucking driving and shit. But yeah. So, shut so, up and drive. <laughs> shut up and drive. That's funny. 
Rihanna. Shut up and drive. <laughs> oh, Laura Ingram's ass. <laughs> but um, the sports are, uh, like I said, they're coming back. Uh, wrestling was happening still. Yeah, for wrestling, uh, they never stopped. Like They kept it was going. weird yeah. watching that because I. Audience. Like WrestleMania happened yeah, with no audience weird. this year. They, they actually did WrestleMania in April and shit with no fucking audience. I'm like, okay. That's so weird. <laughs> WrestleMania like, usually has like 70, 80,000 people. Like one WrestleMania had like 100,000 people there. Like you've been to WrestleMania before. I've been when it was 80,000, yeah. And um, yeah, in Detroit, there. it was 80. And it was like 75, something like that in Atlanta. So it was like, it'd be like big crowds and shit. So to watch it with zero people in the audience is like. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, you know, the crowd would be, ooh, you know, the crowd, you know, that's part of the... It's part of the, um... Of the yeah. ambiance. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, it's just like this. Yeah, and I'm going to smash you to the ground. I'm dead. And it's just be a silence. It's like, what? It's a little creepy. Yeah, yeah it was it was very weird when I was watching, was that Raw or whatever? Yeah. I was like, this is really weird. I was like... <laughs> I feel creepy watching this. But there you go. Baseball and basketball are both coming back in July. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so things are starting to get kind of back to normal. Like I said, like Illinois is in phase four now, which yes. means most um, outdoor activities are back to normal. Mm-hmm. Even some indoor, like you said, um, museums are open back museums up. Museums are back open. Yeah. I'm still good on Restaurants are open back up. Like I said, gyms, I just came from one. I will yeah. go to the zoo. They said that the zoos are open. So I will go to the zoo. I will take the kids to the zoo. Mm-hmm. I said, but going to a museum, I'm still like, mm, I'm good on a museum right going now. Going to a damn gym. <laughs> I pass on a museum. I actually feel good because that's my thing when I work out is like going into the gym, you dread coming out. I feel great, though. Right, because it is like. yourself. You get that little um, adrenaline rush. It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get through the workout, you get that little run. And a lot of stuff, it's like once you finally do, just do it. You know, like. Get you that adrenaline like, rush. Like, you feel like, yeah, the energy's going. Like, yeah, you're trying to conquer like the world now. Yeah. Or anxiety or whatever prior to doing something. And then once you do it, it's like, hey, okay. Like, I did that. I did that. So it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a boost for you. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that you doing your damn thing. Mm-hmm. I got to get back to working out, so. I'm going to keep on doing my beach body at home because I have the beach body app. So I'm going to be watching that for real now. I got to get back on it. <laughs> Since we own sports and I said this wasn't a sport, you want to talk about NASCAR? And like the um, new, noose gate and shit. Let's call it noose gate. Was it a noose? Was it not a noose? How long was it there? Let's talk about it. <laughs> ISSA, it's a news. I saw the picture. It's a news. Um, it's a thing with that, Go ahead. Go ahead. But it just shows the history of that. So, like, we've always said on this podcast that NASCAR is the good old boys. They yeah. flew Confederate flags there. So, we know what type yeah, of. And you just, like, look at the crowd and shit. It's like, right, you don't we see a lot of us audience. in that crowd. It's like, yeah. It's we know what type of fans. Old boy is network. Yeah. We know what type of audience. We know what type of people that we're dealing with. So when people act like stuff is just like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's like, that's your privilege talking. As a black person, seeing a news, it just brings so many, or anything that resembles a news, it just Here, brings let's break so it down many. for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about. Bubba Wallace, which is a black NASCAR driver, yeah. it was a news left in his, um, 
his garage, basically. Who drove a black, who, who drives a Black Lives Matter car. Let's add yeah. that. Who recently drove, a, yeah, and like a few weeks back, he drove one. Yeah, a in Black Lives Matter In a NASCAR race, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a noose found, and it's like, I guess it was, it was like what their, lo- the equivalent of their lockers. It's basically like the garage. It's like what, it's like in, a, in regular sports, it'd be like if they left it in your locker. That's your locker. Or yeah. if you're at work, like your desk, like yeah. that, your cubicle, mm-hmm. like your cubicle, your desk or whatever. Yeah. In an office, yeah. So then he mentioned it. Then it said, upon further inspection, it said, "I would have been there since 2019." Oh, and that's not a noose; it was something else. But then it was like, here's the thing: it was clearly a noose. And here's what makes it even worse: like, even if it was there since 2019, that shows you how racist NASCAR is. Thank it you. took the black man to notice that that was a noose. Like, I mean, people have been looking at that thing for a year and a half. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't bother it none of the white drivers. It took exactly. the black dudes like, wait a minute, is that a fucking noose? And it took the black thing, dude to notice that. And then my thing that I didn't like that they try to do, they try to make it be like, he was they trying to make him Jussie Smollett is what they call They try to make him juicy. They try to juicy his ass, yeah. But he's not juicy. You know, like, here's the thing. Bubba never saw it. His people saw it. His team saw it. And then they brought it because... His t- like, let's say that you have a manager, publicist, whatever, like your team, and they see something that they think is racially inappropriate to you, they would bring it to your attention because you're their client. And they're like, yeah, they're, they're, they're here to protect you. They're here to protect you. And that's what was his people. He never saw it. His people saw it and they brought it to his attention. And as a black man, that's going to hurt you seeing a noose because how many Especially with everything going on right now, which yeah. you're like, yeah, it's the like, it's like the, the timing is too convenient. As soon as NASCAR bans the Confederate flag, a fucking noose shows up in my locker. Right. Like, the timing is way too convenient. And then they was like, it's been there since 2019. They said, it's a, it's a door closer or something. They were trying to say, you know, you I forgot, it. but it said it is like a tool that they use in NASCAR. I forget close the door or something. But looking at it, I'm like, this is a noose. How is this not a noose? It, to me, like... I, whether it was there or not is irrelevant. Like I said, the fact that it, that it was there for like a year and a half or whatever Thank proves you. how racist NASCAR is that nobody noticed it until the black dude pointed it out. Right. Like, <laughs> but that's <laughs> the thing. Like, that people been parking there all this time, like in that locker, all these other drivers that nobody saw the fucking news. Like, it's just, that's just, that's, this business is used to what everybody else. But this <laughs> is what we need to have the conversations about. And that's what it's like being black in America. We see Thank shit you. differently. It's like, yeah. Shit is just normal to you. We say, wait a minute, that's some bullshit right there. Like, that news right. shouldn't be there. Whereas, like, it's just like, it's just business as usual to everybody else, though. Right, like stop. Like, I was just like, no. Well, what's that? What the hell is that? <laughs> Another thing to stop doing as a white person: stop saying I don't see color. Stop saying that. That that that's not helping us. That doesn't help the situation. If you stop don't see color, then why does Black Lives Matter offend you so much? Shouldn't if you don't <laughs> see color, how you ch- how you go at the stoplight? <laughs> you know, like do you stop there? Black life? Lives Matter would matter if um if you really didn't see color. <laughs> exactly. The fact that that offends you proves you see color and shit. You say black, you, you offended by Black Lives Matter, but you uh, proudly say Blue Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you proudly say Blue Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Could it be the word black? Mm-hmm. It is offensive to you? Yeah. And if the word black is offensive to you, then you have a whole, that's a whole issue inside yourself that you need to work out on your own. Like, it's not a me problem. It's a you problem. You need to work that out on your own because we're black. We're here. We're not going anywhere. We've mm-hmm. been here since 1619. 
even some of us before, they were like black people were here before the slave trade. We'll just so, say let's just say sixteen nineteen. Let's say that, you know. So we've been here for over four hundred years. Four hundred plus years. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, man. That's why it's funny when motherfuckers tell you, yeah, I'm a, like to go back to Africa and all that shit is like my people were here before your people, actually. Exactly. We built this country and shit. Right. When you still before y'all even immigrated where you came from, like our fucking people were here and shit. Yeah. Like it's funny. The other thing that's funny about that phrase. <laughs> The other thing that's funny about that is whenever somebody well, says... This is our shit. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> well, but this is the funny part right here. When you state, make America great again, you're saying that you're not pleased with how America's been doing. So if you're not happy, why don't you go back to where you come from? Exactly. But if I say it's racial disparity, black people, it's inequality, this or that. Well, Colin Kaepernick's like, ass takes a knee because of um, police brutality. Yeah, I'm told to go back to Africa. If I say that, you know, it is still a lot of racism here and it's still this and that, we just want equality. We want true equality as black people. You call people. him an un-American for that, yet you um got all these, you got Confederate monuments and shit posted for people that, that turn their backs on America and shit. You honor them and shit. But Colin Kaepernick took a knee and shit. Like somehow, like that's un-American. Can somehow, someone, can someone please explain that? Like, if you are a MAGA supporter, can you please explain that? Because I mean, yeah, maybe like, especially like yeah. What's funny about it's it. funny shit about a lot of the MAGA supporters. Like, what did, what are the flags you see they waving? You see the um the Confederate flag and the Nazi flag, like two regimes yeah. that basically like hated America and shit. Exactly. The Confederacy and the fucking Hitler and the Nazis. They want. They say if you wave this flag, you know these people wanted to kill Americans and shit. Exactly. That's like it's a great meme. I see like the people that wave these flags. It has the um the Nazi flag and it has the um Confederacy that wanted to kill people that wave this flag. It has the American flag. So you uh-huh. realize that people that wave these flags want to kill people that wave this flag. So what's uh-huh. the point? <laughs> so how are you uh talking about MAGA and shit, but you waving Nazi flags and Confederate flags? They were against America. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So, they can were fucking please, enemy. That's like somebody waving an Iraqi flag now. Like, you're exactly. the enemy and shit. Yeah. Oh, but but don't say it because it's like when you actually get facts and real, actual, factual data, it makes their heads explode because they just base everything off of whatever the president says or whatever somebody, if a Candace Owens speaks, then they they all flock to her because it's like she's the Negro that speaks for all Negroes. And it's like, no, she doesn't speak for me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sis. She don't speak for me. And one thing I would love to see her do is I actually would like to see her debate an intelligent woman. That's why I want her to see because she only debates men. And I know I noticed her um her whole um her whole pattern because it's like wow, she we got to get her and Angela Rye together. And, oh, Angela Rye is shading her because somebody was like, I want to see, see the two of them get together like a head to head. That's what I want. No, Angela Rye. When somebody put that on Twitter and said, "I want to see Candace Owens debate Angela Rye," Angela Rye said, "Who?" She was like, "I don't know who that is." She was like, "Who?" Angela Rye, Laura Ingram, Ingram, her ass. When LeBron asked him about um, shut up and dribble, like, I don't even know who that is. Like, so what do you think about Laura Ingram telling you to shut up and dribble? Said, I don't even know who that is. So, yeah. Give Mariah Carey with Jennifer Lopez. Give Mariah Carey get that. I don't know who that is. Yeah. When LeBron said, about that, right? he's like, I don't even know who Laura Ingram is. Like, first of all, I like to see um, another one. I like to see is I would like to see um, her do with Amanda Seals. 
Amanda Amanda, Seals would be good, yeah. Amanda Seals would, yeah, because she actually did study African American history. She has a degree Um, in that. Tamika (laughs) Mallory's another great one. Yeah. Like somebody like them, yeah. But she's never going to do it with an intelligent black woman because they can out talk her because Candace has a good vocabulary and then she just talks. Candace knows her shit, yeah. I give you that. She knows (laughs) some stuff, but then when she starts going off on the deep end, just. Then she falls, and then she just starts making up stuff and pulling out facts out of her ass that don't even. When she said, like, when she said the NRA would start to help the Black Panthers or something, it was a really start or something like. She said something about it. Like, she made a claim that had no actual. NRA kind of left the Black Panthers out to dry when, um, basically, um, gun <laughs> control, like- um, gun control really became a thing because of the Black Panthers. A lot of people don't know this. It's like. Yeah. The reason why we have strict gun control, in, especially in, like, big cities like ours and, like, yeah, is mm-hmm. because the Black Panthers, like, they had their fucking rifles. Open so carry. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> open carry was a thing back then. It's like, yeah. It's like they, they knew their rights. It's like, like, to, to paraphrase um, Dwayne Wayne on a different world, like, an educated black man is your worst nightmare. It's like, it is. And they knew their rights. It's like, they say, like, it's, to, it's perfectly legal for us to walk down the street with these rifles. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, so we can, we can do this and you can't. Hashtag, I know my constitution. Hashtag, exactly. this yeah. Negro reads. Hashtag, exactly. I know what the hell I'm talking about. So all these white folks <laughs> were scared. They see like, yeah, these militants like walking around with rifles and they got nervous and shit. And with so now, the, uh, so with the like, black berets tilted to the side, yeah. <laughs> so they started in California, the Mulford Act is what it, they call it. It's basically um, banned open carry and shit, yeah. And like, um... I just see the NRA like come to that defense about that shit. It's like, like see, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> it kind of left them out to dry and shit. <laughs> she made like some claim saying that the uh, NRA was created basically for the black people. So for black NRA black originally started out as a group of fucking hunters and shit. Yeah, it had nothing to do with um, it had nothing to do with gun rights originally. It was basically a bunch of like hunting nerds like talking about different kinds of rifles. That's what it started out. It became what it is now later. And this is Oz dropping knowledge. Yeah, that's what the NRA I didn't know this. See, yeah. this is Oz dropping knowledge. Oz is yeah. dropping knowledge. So exactly, that's what it started out as originally. It, then later, it became a lobbying group for pro gun. But it's really just a bunch of gun nerds talking about yeah. <laughs> oh, check out this rifle and all that. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> You heard of this one? Yeah, this rifle's dope right here. That's what it was. <laughs> talking about different kinds of guns. That's the original NRA. And it became what it is now later. So so it wasn't like a, a pro-Black Panther thing. It was a bunch of gun nerds talking about different rifles. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, she just makes like outlandish claims about certain things. And it's like, it's no, you, have, you can't. But the thing is about in today's climate, you can't make a statement and you have no actual factual proof, especially if you have a large following because people just hear that and then they don't even try to go and research it for themselves. They just, oh, she said it. She me, I'm all about, um, I, details are very important to me. Like, details matter. Some people, like, yeah. don't care. They just want to get the shit out. Like, I care about details. And, like, if I see a story, I, I try to verify it before I even post it. Exactly. I don't want to be that dude to post some bullshit and then have to retract the shit later. Have to retract it, right? Like, I'll check it out. I was like, okay, like where that? Like, well, what's the source of this? What's first the of all, like, where's yeah? Where'd you get this source? Yeah, what's what is this story? And you said, and like the way you could tell when you read certain articles, you could tell obviously that it's a satire website, like the one yeah. where it said um, Russell Wilson gave ten thousand dollars to each of Future's baby mamas for his kids mm-hmm. or something. 
clearly people were posting that like like Russell Wilson actually gave ten thousand dollars to each of Future's kids, and I'm like, this is clearly a satire website. A one which said, um, yeah, R. Kelly <laughs> calls out Bill Cosby and shit about um, it's like it's clearly a gag site. It's like this before the whole surviving R. Kelly and all of that. It's just like R. Kelly was just still regular at the time. <laughs> they said right. like R. Kelly calls out Cosby for his his um his bullshit basically. And people were actually mad at that. I was like, you know, R. Kelly did not say that. It's a joke. Shut up. R. Kelly even, like, articulate that to even say some of those words. Not being funny. I mean, he has trouble reading some He ain't the most written, brother. But another woman that's um, <laughs> an interesting conversation she had on The Breakfast Club, that's um, another black conservative, is um, Angela Stanton. I don't know if you heard of her. The name sounds vaguely familiar. Vague. But, um, she's pro Trump. Here's why she's pro Trump. Like Trump, she's one of the women that Trump pardoned, like out of prison and shit. And so I guess she uh-huh. feels she owes him. Like different her and Candace Owens, at least like she knows her shit because like she had a big debate on the Breakfast Club, and like um she was backing like a lot of her points up with facts. It's like so that's the difference. It's uh-huh. like it was a good conversation. Also, because it's interesting. I like interesting to hear like. Like black conservatives come on to hear like, okay, why do certain black people like support Trump? That's yeah. fascinating to me. And shit, it's like I like it, listening it to boggles, those conversations. It boggles the mind. It does boggle the mm-hmm. mind about why you would support him. <laughs> but that's our main thing. Trump I'm just saying. Basically, got her out of jail, so like that's why she was like pro Trump. So, but it was a good ass conversation so, like, on the Breakfast Club. Well, the thing that they always say, a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh-huh. <laughs> a broken clock is right twice a day. So. And my views are more moderate for those that don't know. I, I don't, I'm not liberal. Like, I'm more moderate. Yeah. Like, I have certain, like Chris Rock said it best, certain things I'm conservative on, some things I'm liberal on. <laughs> <laughs> He said prostitution was liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock. Yeah. Did he say drugs? I forgot what he said. That was it drugs, conservative, prostitution, yeah. liberal. I think I it was what he drugs, said. Yeah. Yeah. Liberal. Mm-hmm. yeah, but um the problem is is that like I've always said about the political stuff is that when you don't vote your interest and you're just trying to be down with a crew, you want to mess up every single time. Which is why vote I don't claim any party. Like I said, yeah, since 2004, do. I've been um, I've been independent. Cause like it started uh-huh. because it was Bush Kerry, John Kerry. Like he was the first uh-huh. Democrat. I was like, I don't like this motherfucker. <laughs> so then I started um, then I started looking into like, okay, um, what are my options? So then I, I discovered, okay, yeah, independent. Then I just check out the candidates. Okay, like what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Before that, I was just like, cause as black people, uh-huh. we just throw, vote straight Democrat. Like that's what I was before that. 2004 election. Yeah, and that one, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. Kerry kind of sucks. It's like, it was like, that was the first time I did. And then just like the with thing. Hillary and then like in 2020 with Biden, it's like, so it started with me in 04 with that. I was like, what's up with these Democratic candidates? So that was like the first time I really thought about it. But the best thing that they should do with every election is just have that, that, that uh, survey that you could take and it gets asked you questions, mm-hmm. ask you 15 random questions about your issues. And then at the end of it, when you hit submit, then it shows you this candidate mirrors you the most. Yeah. You would be surprised to see what candidate. And they should have like, take out of, like, the they should do, like, they should do like a top 10 of the, okay, like this, this candidate agrees with like 
60% of what you say. This one agrees with like 55 what you said. Like they should have exactly. like list of like, like, like where your views and won't they line show up. You until the end of your, and they shouldn't show you until you actually click sit, submit results. Don't show you until the very end because you yeah. know then people will start trying. If they see, oh, well, I'm so and so on this, so let me let me scale back. People will You're start trying because to you wanna, um, your answers because you want to be with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be changing your answers. Mm-hmm. But it's like you got to look and see what your interests are. Like if you're a person and you rely on on aid or assistance for things, why would you vote for somebody who's going to cut financial assistance to you when you mm-hmm. depend heavily on financial assistance? Yeah. Why would you vote for that? Yeah, if you, why um, would you, like, if you, you get like a heavy government assistance, then um, you definitely shouldn't vote for the candidate that's trying to make less government. Exactly. <laughs> you should vote for like, Why you would you vote, vote for that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why would I vote for somebody who's like trying to cut school stuff and raise property taxes? Why would I vote for that? Like, it's like raise property ex- exponentially. Like, just raise them to like to the point where you can't even really afford your taxes. And then taking away like school, but we're gonna make cuts in schools and cut this program out of schools. And mm-hmm. why would I vote for that? I have small children. Yeah. I'm not gonna vote for that. Middle-aged kids, so like, yeah, right. you're not it's like, I'm not voting for that. Like, what just are you because doing? you just because you like claim that you like a candidate, right? Wow. So, yeah. But I did like what Bob Johnson is saying, um, where he's like, um, he said that the Black Lives Matter um, organization should break off and form their own. Um, candidate following their own independent candidate like the black panthers did back in the day they had their that's own the black saying. panther party he's like that's what the bob johnson's saying he's saying that black people it's time for us to do that and mm-hmm. i agree i've with been that. saying that man i agree with it it's time like, a lot of black people don't even know why they vote democrat it's like because they uh, mama did and they grandma black, did yeah they that's all you know and shit is like yeah, yeah. that's where it be because a lot of times your views don't line up with democratic views especially as black like as brothers it's like yeah Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest a lot of black men are not pro-gay and shit but like the democratic party is like that's the gay party it's like, it's like <laughs> a lot of your views don't line up with democrats it's like yeah <laughs> so you got to look at it like that there um yeah. the pro the, the um the abortion thing a lot of um that's not our thing a lot of a lot of black women aren't pro-abortion it's like yeah democratic party is the abortion party it's like yeah so you got to look at like okay yeah do my views really line up with this party like this you shouldn't mm-hmm. just vote blindly for the party. You got to look at the views. Okay, like, mm-hmm. my views don't really line up with this a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people just say, mm-hmm. you know, like... Um, religion is tends to be um, more conservative. It's like, but, um, yeah, black folks love some white Jesus and shit. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, the, um, the, the, non, the, the, um, the, the non-religious party typically leans Democrat. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, speaking of, you saw the whole thing with uh, Sean King now. What is Sean King do? Um, he's just been very vocal about everything that's going on, and he said like, the monuments coming down, like, these Confederate monuments, and, this, and then he went. He said Ooh. that the Jesus ones needs to come down too. He said because that is not what Jesus looked like. White Jesus, Jesus not white. He's like Jesus, white Jesus, baby. Jesus was from the Middle East. I don't know many Middle Easterns who look like the image. Jesus was definitely not a white man. I can't say that whether I can't say he was black, but he definitely wasn't white. Definitely <laughs> white. He definitely was not a white man. 
He didn't look like rest in peace how Luke Perry looked at the end of Oz. He uh, didn't look like that. He definitely didn't, didn't look like that. <laughs> he definitely didn't look like that. But, you know, um, but he started saying that, yeah, like if you like, while you're taking down these monuments, take down that too. That's the monument you need to remove too. You need to remove this image of Christ because that's not what Jesus looked like. How many, old, people, how many old black women clutched their pearls on that? And people lost their shit. And even it was a whole group on Facebook that was plotting to kill him. Mm. Like it was like police. Well, serious when it comes to white Jesus, it man. Was like play, police, man. It was like it was like these white people were like getting together saying that we need to silence him and they were planning an assassination on him and everything. And like I said, he got the access to the group. Obviously it was a closed group, but then somebody got in the group and then they screenshot and sent him the stuff that they were saying about him. Mm -hmm. And because it was a closed group, people's real names in it, people's real information. It wasn't a troll page. It wasn't uh -huh. a dummy page because this was a closed private group that they didn't think that it would get out. Mm. But of course, it's like, you know, it's you can infiltrate some bullshit. Like, I mean, I'm gonna watch Black Class Man. I'm gonna try to watch it this week or whatever before it leaves. Mm -hmm. But um, you can infiltrate stuff. Like we said, we saw like, like they portrayed the movie Black Class uh, Man, which was based mm -hmm. on a true story about the black guy who infiltrated the KKK. Yeah. You can infiltrate these organizations, and then if they, if all you gotta do is just be like, I'm on this side, they gonna start singing, telling you everything that they. They just let everything out. And then you have all of it. You have all the evidence. And they was like, it was all type of people in there saying, like, one guy said something about, like, um, I'm a sniper. Like, you know, like, you need a sniper. Like, they, they really were, like, going in hard on him. So mm. I'm like, but that's, like, that's intimidation tactics and everything. They're trying to, you know, he said he's used to getting death threats and everything. And it's like, and that's a scary thing because he has a wife. He has kids. So it's like, you know. He's out there trying to use his voice to get out a message, and people want to silence it. Speaking of these fucking monuments, you saw what um number forty five did, President Trump. He's um signed an executive order to protect the fucking monuments. You know, they've been vandalizing the shit out of the monuments. So now it says um you get up to ten years in prison, like if you caught like destroying the monuments. He signs an executive order from the president to protect monuments and shit. What about all the black folks getting killed by the police? Why can't why don't those cops get executive orders? Well, you protect fucking statues and shit. Racist statues you protect. And you can't see that it's a racial you're just dumb as fuck if you can't see the racism in that right there. You're just dumb as fuck. I have I have no other I can't even I can't even like put the words together to even like even intelligently debate this with you. I can't even... Here's the thing. The system works for people like Trump and like Giuliani and like, I saw what his dumb ass said. It works for them. That's why they're trying to protect it. It works for old white men. White men. So why was that? That's so they want to protect their interests. It's like, yeah. Like those, uh -huh. like all of those monuments, they were old white men. So white yeah. Men. So why is it's a system that's been set up hundreds of years that works for them. So of course it's like, yeah, we can't let this crumble. We got to protect our interests. Uh -huh. That's why they so like gung ho about protecting this shit. Now you okay. see like others are like saying, okay, now it's our turn. So now like y'all getting shook out there. Uh -huh. And that's where it is. Like, and I, I love this expression that it says this, but 
white people are just scared. They're scared because they're seeing a shift now. Mm-hmm. And they're seeing that shift. And if we all level off and get on the same playing field, mm-hmm. they know that it's going to be over for them for some things. Mm-hmm. Like if like if we just take race out, if the, if the ratio, if race, if race is just taken completely out of the equation for everything, and we actually are created as equals, they are going to see a shift in things. Like maybe you're not going to get that promotion now. Maybe you're not going to get this job. Maybe you're not going to get that loan at the bank. Maybe you're not going to get this. Maybe you're not going to get that. So now they're seeing that and they're getting nervous. It's making them mm-hmm. scared. And the phrase that I've been seeing flowing around on Facebook, they said, be glad that we just want equality and not revenge. Be, be glad that all black people want equality and not revenge. You know who we I think that equality. came from? From the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I think he's the one who said that. And I think years did. ago, I think he, he did. did. Yeah, I think that that's a Farrakhan quote. Oh, he did an interview on Phil Donahue. I saw that. Yeah, I think that was one of his. Yeah, he was on Phil Donahue. And just, he was yeah. We just we just we just want to be equal, like yeah. <laughs> I think that comes from the minister. But yeah, Rudy Giuliani's ass was on Laura. That's Ingram's what show. it yeah. is. Like he was on, yeah, he was on your favorite person, Laura Ingram, show on Fox News and shit. And basically man, says man. that Black Lives Matter and I shit. I on... <laughs> Your favorite person. He basically says that um Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. That wants to take away your house, like yeah, like basically trying to like stir shit up, trying to take away white folks' house is what he was implying. No, the only terrorist group that took away houses are the KKK. Mm-hmm. They burned down fucking houses. They burned. They really comparing Black Lives Matter to the Ku Klux Klan. They burned up a little girl, four little girls in a church. They bombed the fucking church and burned up four little girls in a church. Mm-hmm. Come on, the only people who actually have done. Stuff terrorist stuff like that is the KKK. The biggest. Archon said that as well. Like our people, we don't have a violent history. White folks yeah, got the violent history. <laughs> you right. look back. We didn't slay. And then for you people who are saying, "Well, slavery, like, well, you know, slavery started in Africa. Or slavery started here. You guys did slow it just." But like we always said, slavery in other parts of the uh, in other countries. American slavery always, is different than um other slavery. It was a classism. Yeah, thing. slavery sure, sure was a way of life like hundreds of years ago, but American classism slavery was based on race. On race. That's the difference. Based on race. American slavery is different than in um, other countries. Other in other countries, it was about class. I have money, so therefore I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Go out there and do my work. I'm better. I'm above you because I have money. Yeah. So these African kings, yeah, they owned slaves. It wasn't about, yeah, oh, you're black, so you're my property. It's about, yeah, no, we rich, so you work for us. It's we like, rich, yeah, you pole, that's so what you it was like, me. yeah, yeah. In American chattel slavery, it was about race. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm better than you because I'm white. Mm-hmm. I have European features, you don't, so I'm better than you. And that's what made the poor whites even feel better than blacks, yeah. It was like other parts of the world wasn't like that, yeah. It was like it was like the haves and the have-nots. Shout out, mom and Tyler Perry's show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was: the have and the have-nots in other parts of. The, but like over here and shit, like even if you like a, a dirt for dirt poor cracker and shit, yeah, you uh, felt like you were better than. Yeah. yeah, at least I'm not a slave. Yeah, like even though you, if you're a dirt poor cracker, looking like Duke from Mom um, Rosewood, like that. <laughs> Looking like uh, Cletus from The Simpsons, looking like that. Yeah, people like that felt superior to black folks. Black yeah. people because. Yeah. 
they felt like they were superior. And even to this day, like people who look like that, you see them showering MAGA and stuff. It's like who we like to call tiki torturers. Those right. People. Like, did you even fit? Like, do you even have an eighth grade diploma? Did you even finish eighth grade? Like, because the way that you articulate some of your stuff, like you use their wrong. You t- you use their T H E R E. Oh, I know you saw the right. video. We're gonna call her a KKK Karen. Did you see? Which which the KKK Karen video? You saw? Oh yeah, you saw it. I know you saw that. She had the Confederate flag and she was waving. And then, like, she got into it with, yeah, and then she basically said, um, yeah, I'm going to teach my grandkids to hate you people. To hate you. And said, KKK for life or whatever. And then she claimed that she didn't know what the Of course, like, of course, like, everything goes viral now, so she got fired and shit. Yeah. And, and then, then she, she's all remorseful after that. And she claimed that she didn't know that that, that was I didn't up. know what that flag meant. And, um, and they said, what about the KKK part? Well, I blacked out. And, like, oh. All of a sudden, everybody got selective amnesia. No, you white it out, bitch. Exactly. You white it out. Call call you liquid paper because you white it out. (laughs) (laughs) But then my thing, my joke that I put on top of that, I said, people who say that, I'm going to teach my grandkids to hate. I said, those are the ones who have biracial grandchildren. (laughs) That should be how it works. Those are the ones you're going to come out. Your grandkids may look like me. You may have some some light skinned black kids. That's what mm-hmm. black uh, grandkids. That's what you're gonna have. Because mm-hmm. your kids, like, they'd be like, okay. Your daughter to bring a, bring. I want your granddaughter to bring home a black man. <laughs> your daughter bring home a black man. Your son bring home a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what usually happens with those type of people. Mm-hmm. You hate so hard, and then they come home with a black person. And then you feel like adjust your hate because now you got a half black grandkid and now you're like, oh, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Hate. I, that's what, um, I don't know if that was her official name. That's what I've been calling her, KKK Karen. That's what I've been calling her. <laughs> What's that? Ku Klux Karen. That's what, yeah, Ku Klux Klan. I like that better. <laughs> Ku Klux Karen. <laughs> she was, though. Fuck that. That's the name of the episode, Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Yes. We won't make that a thing, damn it. How do you but how do you act like you didn't Now when you get fired, now you wanna have white tears. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I didn't I didn't know what the flag represented. <laughs> and like what? <laughs> And then what about the KKK part? Yeah, we said that KKK for life or whatever. <laughs> I blacked out. I don't even remember saying that. I blacked out. <laughs> You're going to lose your job today. <laughs> but it is funny seeing um, the people, like when you make racial or insensitive jokes or statements. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we always, like, I always say, um, Black Twitter is the best detectives. Like Black Twitter, you guys can do anything. Oh yeah, they definitely you got her whole name and every her whole story. <laughs> I say this, uh, Black Twitter assemble. <laughs> they be assemble at the Avengers. They do like Black Twitter, Black Facebook. They be on it. Like within an hour, they'll have your street address, your work address, your work phone number, your work email, your whole name. They'll have like your record if you had if you did time back in the day. They had your mama's name, your cousin. They have everything. Like the black social media doesn't play. So I, I always say that I suggest 
if you are a racist, just still be a closeted racist because it's not going to air well for you when you do this. It never is. Go on video and say KKK for life and shit or whatever. (laughs) Like you said, it's not going to end well. It's not going to air well for you. (laughs) (laughs) People losing their scholarship. Like this boy, I think that he may lose his uh, admission to Yale because he posted a racially assisted video on TikTok and they were right there at Yale administration. I live near your campus and I don't feel safe with having this racist on your campus. (laughs) It's like... Looking like Remy from Higher Learning. (laughs) My world. (laughs) (laughs) So Remy looking ass out of here. (laughs) But they... But this is what we talk about. Being black in America. Like, the saddest thing is, like, have you watched the video yet now of Elijah McClain? Have you watched that yet? Have you heard the story yet of Elijah McClain? Or have you had a chance? I know um I was just I was looking at that story um a couple of days ago. I think Friday yeah. I was look I was reading I didn't watch any videos, I was reading about that story. I watched video and I'm mad that I did. Now again, like I said, I, I'm mad when I watch these videos because yeah, I was reading about that story Friday. It hurts watching this video. So Elijah McClain, 23-year-old black male, was murdered last year, last August. So it's just the fact that it's almost been a year now and like we're just hearing about this. He was murdered for looking suspicious. Mm-hmm. Because he had on a ski mask and they claimed that, yeah, that he looked suspicious. He but looked he suspicious. really he really um wasn't he um anemic, anemic. or something like that, anemic. I believe. Yeah. And it's been people saying that they think that he may have been on the spectrum. I haven't had confirmation, but they're saying that by the way he acted, they said it seemed like he may have been on the autism spectrum, the way he acted. Yeah, that's what I heard, too, that he may or may not have been autistic. He been on the spectrum. And, like, I have a girlfriend who actually does live in Denver who has three kids who are all on the autism spectrum. So I'm, One of them I'm, wore a ski mask and shit. They, they life might be at risk. Exactly. So I'm really like nervous for her because she actually does live in Denver with three children who are autistic. So, um, so just watching that, like he, like you saw the video, he paid for his stuff in the convenience store, you know, nothing, you know, and then he left out, he's walking home, minding his business. And then, 911 call comes in. Person said they see a person who looks. They, they were saying that I don't know if this is a good guy or a bad guy. They said he doesn't have any weapons, but he just has on a ski mask and he's walking outside in August with a that's ski the mask. thing. They said that um he has on a. They said he's. He, I don't believe he's a threat. I think they that's said, what they say in the ca- in the in the fucking call. In the call, and they yeah, said yeah, he, yeah. I don't think he he's a threat. Yeah, he, he has a ski mask on, but I don't think he's a threat. He well, has what, no weapons. What's the problem? <laughs> he has no weapons. Yeah. And when I saw what the guy looked like. He was a guy about my size. He was a small man, a small guy. He was about my size. So when I watched the video, I'm like, the way it just came up to him, and he was walking. It was like he had his his headphones on, so he couldn't hear. So you just walk in, mind your business, and then police just come to you. It's going to startle you because you're not doing anything wrong. You're walking from the convenience store to go home. And the way they just, I have a right to start because you look suspicious. What? And he's just trying to figure out what's going on, and just his, like, the way he's just talking in the video, and he's like, you know, he's like, I don't do anything like that. He was like, um, he's like, I don't own a gun. I don't even fight. He was like, I'm a vegetarian. I don't even kill flies. Like, I don't eat meat. I don't do anything. Like, like this kid. It was totally harmless, basically. He was like, I'm an introvert. He was like, I'm just different. I heard him like, say that. I did hear that, the introvert part. I he did. said, I'm trying to be a better person. Like, this kid, they was like, he played 
he went to the pet shelter and played the violin for sick animals. And this is who you murder. Mm-hmm. A guy who plays a violin for sick animals. Come on. You don't see, but in the same police department in 2012, the shooter at the movie theater for The Dark Knight, Colorado also, that creepy son he of was bitch. apprehended alive, unharmed. He shot and killed 12 people in a movie theater for absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. You've been to a midnight screen of a movie theater before. Yeah. New Jack City, I saw, and um, a Star Wars. A Star Wars, Wars movie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just trying to, like, be the first one to see your movie? Like, it's no, like, I mean, it's no crime against that. You can go and see a movie when it comes out at midnight if you want to. And he shot and killed 12 people. Mm-hmm. But he was apprehended. Same police department. Different results. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that? If you can't see, if you can't see that, then some stuff is black and white. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some stuff is black and white. And if you can't see that, then I don't know. I don't know where where you're going. This is never going to get better if you can't see that. If you keep on sweeping under the rug that. Well, police have to make a split decision because I always say police have to make a split decision because their uh, career is so dangerous. And a lot of times they fear for their life. I get all that and everything. However, to put force on a kid, a helpless kid, to put that type of force on him, and then they injected him with ketamine. Mm -hmm. He was already unconscious. So ketamine is supposed to be used to sedate you. If you're already unconscious, why are you putting the envy to sedate me if I'm already unconscious? Mm. Why are you doing that? Like, what? Mm. And you can see, and on the body cam, you can see me trying to get their story right because um, the paramedics, after they injected him, and then they was like, oh, he just coded because he coded while he was there, and then they were able to resuscitate him, and then when he got back to the hospital, that's when he went to... He was brain dead. And he was like brain dead. And then he was brain dead for like four days and then four or five days. And then his parents took him off life support because he was brain dead. But the fact when they said they was like, yeah, he just coded. And then you can see the officers like, what, what? And you can see him trying to like scramble. Like you can see him trying to like get their story. They were trying to talk and they were trying to get their stories together and trying to, you know, trying to put, because like you killed, it's your father, this boy. 23 because he was a boy this boy died this is somebody's baby 23 is a baby that's somebody's son mm. but justice justice for elijah mcclain that's yeah. that's my next one justice want to run through some hot takes because we run it long now yeah yeah yeah. sorry i decided to get that Child out simpsons and family guy they both yes! no longer going to use white actors to do um non-white characters so hank azaria won't be doing our pool anymore like that's done yeah like, because uh-huh. the, the character is pretty racist. You look at it. Like, like, it's pretty racist. We look at it. It's like, <laughs> the bullet holes in my chest feel lucky. That's one of his phrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cleveland Brown from um, from um, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yeah. The actor, he's not going to be playing him anymore. He's saying, uh-huh. yeah, a black man should play that voice, that character. Yeah, because that almost knocked me over. Because I found this out maybe like five, six years ago that Cleveland was a white guy. And I, was I like, think during when the um what? when the Cleveland show was on, like right, that's when that I found show. it out. Right, I was like, it's a white guy because mm-hmm. like the dialect and everything. Like I was like, he sounded like a southern black guy. He did, mm-hmm. and I just didn't think about it being a white man doing Cleveland. So I posted Simpsons about to get woke. 
Yeah, you tagged me in the post. <laughs> You're such a long-time Simpson fan. And he did, which McCall's voice, too. Hank Azaria also did uh, Lou the Police Officer and Bumblebee Man. So, yeah. Yeah, so he did a couple. Of, he had range. Mm-hmm. He had range as, an, um, as a voice actor. He does have range. Of course, I had a whole tap jump in and say, you know, "How about make more space for black shows controlled by black people?" Like, I don't, I don't see the messenger. I'm just reporting stories. <laughs> right. Like I always say, I'm for the whole us building our own, but like we always say, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. Like, I'm just, just reporting stories. I'm not saying that. Um, well, yay, yeah. I'm just, I'm just reporting. I just read an interesting story. I posted a link to it. What's the problem? And then my thing I'm I keep not saying that, yay, we won because like I never once said that shit. And then my thing I keep on saying, yes, like, we, should, going and shit, we should have our own stuff for things, but it takes time. Like if we decide to open a business today and to do stuff, it's not gonna open tomorrow. <laughs> our thing is not gonna happen the very Here's day. the thing, we do have stuff. A lot of time we just don't support it. Tyler Perry got a whole fucking studio in Atlanta and shit. Like, how many black people hate Tyler Perry's ass though? So we have stuff and shit. <laughs> Bob Johnson started BET and shit. Like, yeah, how many black people like hated that network and shit? And he a ended up selling to the white man eventually. But yeah, a like, lot of people hate Oprah. <laughs> saying we got shit. <laughs> we don't always support. I shout out LeBron James. Like, received a hundred million dollar investment to build a media empire. Since we're talking about that, hey. LeBron and Maverick definitely like yeah. making money moves right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. LeBron and Maverick, yeah. Well, look at um, two kids from uh, Akron 20 yeah. years ago. If you said in 20 years, these two kids from Akron are going to be, you're going to be running a billion-dollar corporation. If you told them this 20 years ago, so they would have been like, yeah, right. Then maybe LeBron could get some of those black shows on that we're talking about right there. Mm-hmm. We definitely need more content for things. We definitely do. But I think I'm done, unless you got anything else. I'm ready to wrap um, it up. I'm good. Appreciate you supporting not another damn podcast. Who Clucks Karen. Who Clucks Karen. <laughs> yes, that's what we call it. It's 161 episode. <laughs> if you like what we're doing, then support us by liking the Facebook page. Not another damn podcast. Subscribe, share, rate, review. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Tune in, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. I saw Tasha rocking the Afro puff now. I guess that's the Corona puff because she couldn't get her little pixie done now, so. She probably just let it grow out. <laughs> so, but it looks good on you, Tasha. Keep it natural. Good. Join good, me, Tasha. Tasha. Join me. Yay. <laughs> you know, Tasha didn't have like the little pics, yeah, the little short haircut. I was like, oh, look yeah. at Tasha rocking the Afro puff. I like it. Yeah. Join us. A good look, Join. Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can, um, was I going to say, yeah, our, our Amazon Alexa devices, you can get us on The Voice and YouTube, audio now, possibly a video. I'm thinking about posting one of these videos. We record these um these things. I'm thinking about posting. That's just you don't want me to. Like it's up to you. Can <laughs> no, my hair is done. I look good. My hair done. So <laughs> yeah. my hair did. I worked out, so I got a little swole going on today. Yeah. My hair is dead today. So <laughs> well, rippling a little bit today. Yeah, so I feel good. <laughs> got my, got the veins popping out today. So yeah, <laughs> got my workout on. So I definitely feel good. <laughs> And you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. I'm thinking about forwarding to OzRadio.net. Just make that um go straight to the bomb because um 
that's the station I prefer. So I think I'm going to focus just on the 90s and 2K classics. And then the regular OzRadio.net might go on the shelf for now. Yeah, but I think I'm doing that because um, I have more fun with that. Because, like I said, I do enough currents like with um, Oz Radio and your overnights on Power and Power 106, the Breakfast Club. So I do enough current shit. So I think I might um, forward this directly to the bomb. So you want to hear um, 90s and 2K classics, type in OzRadio.net. And it'll carry you to the bomb link. Like I'm, hopefully by the time you hear this, I have it set up like that. <laughs> and you can check me at msima six two six on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Also S C R eight G U L L E Y one on Twitter. S eight G U L L E Y seven on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. And thank you for the support on the Chicago Black Business. Thank you. Went long again, but I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.